Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It's Real Talk Night. How you doing? Yeah, it's still a wet night right here in South Florida. But it's a lot drier than it was last night. It's windy. But windy without the tornado warnings. Sending up prayers for those in Central Florida right now. Getting introduced to Ian in a very intimate way. Say big ups to my affiliates and all those locked in all over the world, those on TuneIn Radio and the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to you. Those locked in on uh, NIE Radio. Out of New Jersey. Hanging with New Jersey's finest, the motivator. Blessings, blessings to you. If you're locked in out of Long Island, New York. Then you're hanging out with Reggae Pulse Radio The DJ Atomic Force and the crew Wanna say much love to the South Florida Massive Locked in on the Foundation Radio Network ClintonLindsay.com Big ups to ya Locked in on PEMGTV.com Blessings Those locked in on Facebook Live Those on Clubhouse Those on YouTube Live Welcome, welcome, welcome And of course those right here at the home of the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew Where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment Welcome to you so glad to have each and every one of you. I couldn't do it without you. You have my word. I wouldn't even try. Hey, Kelly Ray, how you doing? Don't kill my vibes. Do I don't care what you want to do, you know. Yeah, well, I do care. As long as it doesn't affect my vibes. I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Paul C Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Go ahead and give them a call. They can do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. Take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. You have an event you want to do live on a secure platform, whether yours or theirs. Church service, a party, graduation, funeral, wedding, seminar, you name it. Let's give them a call. 754-999-1140. That's 754-999-1140. Let's see what they can do for you. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. 
Althea issues a licensed massage therapist, operating out of Broad County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call today, schedule your appointment, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. She only has one request outside of paying her. That is, you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. Because I always fall asleep on the table. Just keep on doing what you wanna do. Just don't kill my vibe. Thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Rare Global Actors, your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and much, much more. Go ahead and give them a call today, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or check them out online, reggaeglobal.com. Let them know you heard about them on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew, yeah? You could be friend or enemy. Just keep on doing what you wanna do. Just Thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is veteran owned. They're movers in the state of Florida. And they're licensed and insured. So you're gonna move from the Keys up to Jacksonville. Or any point in between. Put some things in storage. You don't have the manpower, you don't have the transportation. Don't worry. You have the name, you have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. Call them up today. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. So it's real talk night. And we're inviting to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Yeah, I thought I was leaving some people out. They want to call up everybody because the information is good for each and every one of them, yeah? If you want to get in touch, uh, share your views, uh, tell a story, or just say, hey Stu, how you doing? Go ahead and give me a call. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. Just keep on. 773-789-STU. That's 773-789-7839. The phone lines are open right now. The zone of Thelia. Track called Don't Kill My Vibes. And you really shouldn't let anybody kill your vibes, you know. You can feel free to tell them to stop. Feel free if they ask you something and uh, they want to take over your thing. Just say no, don't. And uh, tonight in Real Talk, that's pretty much what we're going to be looking at. Saying no. 
most of us don't actually like saying no. Especially to the people that we love. We fear that saying no will hurt our partner and they might stop loving us. Alternatively, we fear we might come off as arrogant or selfish in the eyes of the people who love us. Now, as it relates to being selfish, if you, if you know me, I'm going to tell you be selfish every day. I'm going to ask you to stay away from being self-centered. But go ahead and be selfish. Look after you first. Because you can't give up from an empty cup, right? So fill your cup and then deal with me. Take care of you first and then you can help to take care of me. That's how I see it. I don't know how you see it, but that's how I see it, definitely. But we fear we might come off as arrogant or selfish in the eyes of the people that we love if we tell them no. Except for physical boundaries where we are taught to say no, we are taught to avoid the big no-no. But learning to master saying no can really change your life. Now, I don't know how many people listening right now like to or think when they ask a question they're going to get a no, look forward to the no, or expect the no. So they prepare for it. Uh, I don't know. Or is it that they hope for the yes, but when they get the no, they're devastated. I don't know. But why, why, why this, all this concern about no? Because here's the thing. According to psychology today, saying no to someone else often means saying yes to yourself. Let that sink in for a moment. Saying no to someone else is saying yes to yourself. Think about the times when you thought of saying no. Somebody asks you to do something and you really don't want to do it, but because you don't want to come off as whatever. You say, okay, I'll do it. Knowing good and well, you don't want to do it. You don't have the time to do it. You don't have the resources to do it. All these other things. But you want to look good in their eyes. You want them to feel good. So you don't say no. There are three typical responses people have when asked to do something. They have been referred to in, in, in the literature as the three A's. They either accommodate, attack, or avoid. Three A's. When they accommodate, this is often saying yes, even though you don't want to. I think most of us live in that area. Too much accommodation can lead to problems in commitment management since you may not actually have enough time to fulfill all your accommodated commitments. So, if you are one to accommodate all the time, chances are you are one to also not get what you want to get done. 
I'm just saying. The next is attack. Sometimes you may react with anger, insult, surprise, or disappointment. The holy trinity of blocking. <laughs> uh, anger, insult, uh, surprise. But that is, it's four of them. Anger, insult, surprise, and disappointment. That's four. So how, how that end up being a holy trinity? A good offense can help block your partner's requests and go against their emotional bid. The next is avoid. This is a choice not to answer at all. This is when you get the, all right, give me a few days, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. That's, that's typically the avoid. Hey, cuz, how you doing? The price you pay for avoidance, though, is that requests linger and can add heaviness and uneasiness to your relationship. Your partner is waiting for an answer from you, so you might start avoiding that topic or even avoiding them. And partner in this, as, as I am talking about it right now, not necessarily as it is written, but as I am referring to it, is... The partner in this activity. So it could be you're going somewhere together. The partner. You are doing... It is your mate. Partner. What, what, whatever it is. As it relates to the request. The partner. How can you say no? And still maintain close relationships though? Typically, when we think no, we go negative, right? Dr. Kelly, that's, 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 that's typically how people do it, right? They, they look at no as a negative word. But when you go to your doctor and you ask, so doc, do I have a terminal illness? And they say no. We don't say that as negative. That's positive. So, is no a negative word? Let's look at the components of a positive no. That, that's something new to a lot of people, right? A positive no. Who does that? Well, Yuri in 2007 recommends using a positive no. The component of the positive no can be summed up as yes, no, yes. You, are you confused yet? Okay. All right. So there's a yes. Yes to your values. Yes to what is important to you. You first clarify for yourself and then for the other where the request meets you. So that is the internal yes. And you're, then you have your no, your, which is the positive. And your no comes from a deep sense of respect for yourself and the other person. You hold on to yourself and announce what your boundaries are. So here is the no. And it is 
not a no that and you are against this person. This is a no because you need to look out for you first. Again, you cannot give from an empty cup. Then there's the external, the yes. After refusing the request, you try to further the relationship by finding a win-win or compromise that will go toward your partner's emotional bid and deepen the relationship. So you find that thing, although you're not going to do what you're being requested to do, you find that thing to move on from that, which still binds in the relationship. See how that works? Saying no can offer several advantages. One, it, 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 it can provide respect or foster respect. Respect from others. People actually respect us more when we communicate a positive no. Whether it is our partner, colleagues, children, whomever. Respect yourself and when you say no, your unconscious mind realizes that you are taking care of yourself and rewards you with a more solid sense of self. This selfishness now gives you more confidence. It gives you more awareness of who you are. And it, 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 it reminds you that you are important. But again... We, because we generally think of saying no as being self-ish, as in self-centered, and not taking care of self, just not wanting to do it to, me, to be mean. No, 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 not that one. The other one, the one where you have to make sure to take care of you first, so that then if you're asked again, you're, whatever it is that you are dealing with is taken care of. Because that no, maybe I'm not now. But I can when I'm done. The next thing is authenticity, assertion, and confidence. Saying no asserts your subjectivity, boundaries, and self-respect. Saying no will increase your sense of vitality and integrity. You learn to voice your true self and preferences. Now, can you think of that moment where you were asked a particular thing and internally you're saying, oh no, mm -mm, nope, not. But what comes out of your mouth is okay or yes. Can you think of that time? I'm pretty sure we can all think of at least one. The positive no also prevents the victim triangle dynamic. Overaccommodation can cast those who ask you as, as uh, persecutors, leading you to feel like a victim and feel sorry for yourself. That, that one right there is kind of a, a, a deep one, isn't it? <laughs> the victim triangle dynamic. I'm going to have to look, some, look deeper into that one. That one sounds quite fascinating. The positive no aids in designing your life. It helps you prioritize and take action towards your goals. 
Again, taking care of the self first. It provides dignity and partnership. You become a person who respects themselves and stands up for their life, thereby becoming a full partner in your relationship. Now, obviously, there needs to be a balance between saying yes to yourself, no to others, as well as saying yes to others. You have to find that middle ground somewhere because in everything there's balance, right? So the no is not a constant no because you're, of course, we're always taking care of ourselves. But it is not that constant no where everything that you're being asked to do is no because I have to take care of me before I can take care of you. Sometimes it is a no. Wait, give me one minute. Let me put me on pause. But before I put me on pause, I have to take care of this little thing. So you find that little balance and you work through it. How then do we go about doing this no thing? How do we positively say no? How do we say no where it strengthens the relationship versus drives a wedge in it? And that is where we go a little bit deeper. Learning how to say no. We're going to take a quick little break. But before we do so, I want to remind you guys about my Mary Kay store. Of course, I'm always forgetting to put it up, but I'm never forgetting to remind you about it. So visit my Mary Kay store. I got involved with Mary Kay because of the skincare products that they offer. And I'm into skincare. Believe it or not. So I mean, it's, it, it falls under the whole umbrella of taking care of self. So my Mary Kay store provide skincare products for men and women yes i did say men and for these gentlemen you can get uh, face care beard care fragrances skin care just visit the mary Kay store mary Kay.com forward slash kevin stew and check it out it's mary Kay.com forward slash kevin stew if that is too much for you just go to kevin stew.com there's a link right there it can take you to it also if you're into skin tone balancing go ahead and check out the CC cream. There are natural products, there are botanicals, which are plant-based products. Everything that you need, everything that you want to take care of your skin, you can find at my Mary Kay store, marykay.com forward slash Kevin Stew. Go order something today. Support the business. And in turn, the business will support you. All right, we'll be right back. Quality Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us, 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one, get one free, or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music, or a voiceover, or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today 
your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulse Media Group. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, in math, I learned that I'm ugly and I useless. And in gym, in biology, I learned that I'm pathetic that I'm fat and a joke. And in history, today I learned school, that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. MRE Entertainment, in association with VPAL Distribution, presents the brand new hit single. Hi, I'm Robert French. And you're listening to my new song, Every Day of My Life. Now available on all major digital platforms. Every day of my life will be just loving you. Spend the rest of my life always. And just loving you. Every day of my life will be just loving you. Spend the rest of my life always. I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew, working on the night shift, the night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather, just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Jew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. It's Christine to representing word and honor. Celestia DJ Kevin's Jew. The zone of Coric, track called Can't Kill My Dreams. Yes, just the process, been a no haste. Keep on track, on the narrow and straight. Not free, no time, and I watch no face. Not an easy road, it's not an easy road. No, it's not. Sometimes I have a load, sometimes I have a load. It's real talk, right here on Nitro to DJ Kevin Stew. Stop me, hustle, Ali. Inviting you all to jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. Those of you wondering what the stew pot is, it's what others call a chat room. Because we're fancy on kevinstew.com. Just go to kevinstew.com You don't need to register for your firstborn, an internal organ, or a blood sacrifice. Just go to kevinstew.com And you are there. You can remain anonymous or you can put your name so that I know who I'm interacting with. It's up to you. It's a judgment-free zone. You only ask that you keep it respectful, yeah? 
Of course, you can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-7839. The number that gets you in touch. Thank you, Corrick. So, as we go through Real Talk tonight and uh, we look at saying no, how do we go about doing this no thing and doing it effectively? And when I say effectively, I mean not being mean, keeping it positive and ever so often, well, still building the bond between you and the individual that asked you to do whatever that you told no. First, when people ask for something, let their request enter your body and see where it hits you. If it hits you in the gut, I don't know. If it hits you in the head, eh. See how your body reacts to this bid. What value or need of yours is triggered with this request? What is this about for you? That's the first thing. Expect disappointment and resistance. Accept the fact that you may not be loved in those moments when you give your no. Your partner might be angry, cry, or even retaliate by saying nasty things. Realize that the more you voice your unique self and stop adapting to others' needs, the more feathers will be ruffled. Because if there is anything that is easy to do, it is to be a yes person. That way, you make everybody happy, right? Oh, can you, yes? And would you go ahead and just, yes? I need you to go down to, yes. Could you, yes? And everybody is happy. But you take those same requests and you go, no. Worse if you don't put a, no, because... You just leave it at no. Boy, the things that could come your way. Mm. Next, you want to survive. Get used to disappointing others and over time you'll be able to stay open, present and grounded in the face of their reaction. Again, it's a process. So you have to work through it. Don't just get up one day and feel that, oh, I'm no man today. So anybody ask me anything, I'm just going to say no. It doesn't work that way. Especially if you're moving from being a yes man. Mm. Dare to counter offer. Once you're differentiated, once you're differentiated enough, you'll be able to counter offer and bid that and and offer a bid that will serve to draw you closer to your partner. This is where you put in the no, however, I could, we could, what if. Now you start brainstorming together. You start working through that moment with them understanding that you are not in a position to do what they're asking, but you're in a position to help them get it done. 
See how that changes the game just a little bit? Stay open. Keep the door open for the other person to calm down, get over their disappointment and come close again. I remember one of the biggest no's I got from someone close to me. First marriage. Asked. I'll call him my cousin because that's what we grew up as. And I said, yo, will you be my best man? And he refused. And I was like a dagger straight to my heart, ripping through my spleen, tearing out my kidney, ripping me a new one, all in one fell swoop. And then his reasons for declining followed suit. Now, looking back at it, he didn't have to give a reason, but he did. And that reason I understood. And it didn't drive a wedge between us. What it did do was make me respect him even more. And... That marriage is now done and gone. Mind you, my ex-wife and I were still friends, as most of my exes are. But that aspect of our relationship is gone. But the relationship with my requested best man, that is still here stronger than it was before I requested him to be my best man. See how that works? The power of a positive no. That was a positive no. I didn't even know it at the time. But looking back at it now, yeah, it shows. Learning to say no to yourself, even if it means saying no to others, is not easy. Learning to say yes within every no is equally hard. Let me say that again. Learning to say yes within every no is equally hard. By insisting on the positive no, you are not only solidifying your own sense of self, but you are also increasing the honesty, authenticity, and connection in your relationship. So I know some people are looking at their partners now, kind of like, just ask me to do something. Ask me to do something so I can say no. Ask me to do something so I can say, listen, don't, don't, don't tempt fate. <laughs> it's not that kind of a workshop that we're doing right now, yeah? But understand that you have the ability to say no. And it's not just uh, the people that you don't care about. It's just the ones that you care about the most. To be able to tell them no. And they understand that it is not something against them. That is like magic. Speaking of magic... YourTango.com has an article 
titled The Magic Word That Opens the Door to Courageous Choices Every Day. Do you have any idea what that magic word could be? Yep. If you guessed no, you get a prize. Will I tell you what that prize is? Probably not. But you get a prize. (laughs) Where do you get that prize? I don't know. I don't have it. But you get a prize. Saying no and receiving a no is fraught with the range of discomfort, fears, and risk. You may also hesitate to avoid perceptions of not being nice or face rejection. Avoiding each possibility could feel like safer ground in professional and personal relationships. Yet, pursuing your goals, risks, rejection, given implicit ambitions and requests, you'll need to make in the process of achieving said goal. And pleasing everyone with a yes depletes your own energy and robs you of focus. However seemingly comfortable, the safety net of niceness and avoiding requests, this emotional hideout can be porous and breached. Why? Because regardless of how nice and, uh, and generous, how undemanding you are, you can't control how others think and treat you. In fact, when your ambition results in success and you define them, you may even encounter others' resentment. You know that thing called bad bad mind? Yeah, man. We Jamaicans are very familiar with bad mind. It's, 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 it's almost like it's taught in schools. (laughs) But, it's that crab in a barrel mentality. It is that, um, Envy that, yeah, we all have it. As a Jamaica, we just call it bad mind. There are many benefits of no. Sustaining others' positive feelings toward you and avoiding their disfavor. This can trap you in a continuing giving mode that not only can be draining, but also limits the authenticity and pleasure of relationships, especially when they're based primarily on your continuing generosity. You ever in a relationship or look look into one of your relationships and then wonder what would happen if I stop being there? What would happen if I stop doing this? What would happen if I stop doing that? Giving this other thing. Would the relationship still exist? Now, take a moment and think about it. Okay, you probably won't come up with your answer right now. Think about it for a while. Get back to me on it. Over time, this can attract a col- uh, and collect people who are takers and manipulators, even if you call them friends. They're there only for what they can get. Now, friendship is one of those interesting things that really and truly exists for mutual benefit. Typically, though, 
we seem to have one benefiting more than the other. And if called upon to do something, there's one that just is never available. Probably you have already noticed that with some people, the more you accommodate or give to them, the more they expect or even demand it. Example, how many people have you encountered who continue exploiting your goodwill and inherent kindness? So, be alert to others who put only their own needs and wishes first. Look out for them. Be aware of them. Not to say you're going to cut them off. You might want to find a nice way to call them out on it. But be aware. Because they exist. You can serve your healthy and necessary ambitions for the personal and professional life you want by converting your fear of rejection into bridges to your goals. Sounds like a lot. Well, reflecting on your... Well, reflecting your authentic self. Here are some examples of a wide range of possible professional ambitions they they can include earning more money as well as work that stimulates and stretches you through continuous opportunities for learning and responsibilities for some focuses on security and stability for others influence power and control enjoyment meaning and purpose such as making a difference, could be foundational. None of these motivations and interests are mutually exclusive or just applicable to work life. Identifying your top several values and priorities for any of these considerations will prepare you for reaching out and risking with good sense and improved chances for success as you, devi- as you define it. That clarity will alert you to taking a worthwhile risk at no by asking for what you want. In your your personal life, what are your priorities, your needs, and situations that support healthy life rhythms? Now, this question, again, starts with your. It focuses on you. What are your priorities, your needs, your situations that support your healthy life rhythms. So only you can answer that question. That may include basics such as good sleep, exercise, and appropriate nutrition. Also crucial are relationships with with shared values and mutual commitment and caring. Implicit are opportunities for growth and learning. For variety as well as safety, fairness and pleasures. In your most important relationships, what will improve their quality? As with professional priorities, time is not renewable. So make the most of what you have. Those little moments, (laughs) you want to make sure you capitalize on them. 
some of them you only get one time. Now, of course, in hindsight, you only know that after you've lost it, right? Confronting your fear of conflict and rejection positions um, and, and rejection positions you to expand your possibilities. That includes transcending the discomfort of asking for what you want in personal and professional circumstances. This is especially likely if, you, if your experience and confidence for dealing with rejection are less developed. Build your resilience. Then, by starting with something low risk, but worthwhile trying, you build. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? How often do you ask that question? Here's a situation that you're in and you want to ask someone for something. You want to, there is this person that you want to talk to. What is the worst thing that could happen by walking over to the person and saying hello? Start there. What alternatives do you have if our initial outreach is rejected? So you did the walkover and they look at you like you have leprosy and smell worse than the worst smelling thing you can think of. How will you respond to that no? Will it be with grace, humor, and or candidness? Examples of what you, you say to yourself as well as what you say to the other person. Well, these could be along the lines of, well, it's their loss. Who else will I ask? This is something that, some examples of what you'd say to yourself. Their loss. Who else will I ask? How could I better phrase my request to try again with this person or another one? Perhaps mention what is in it for them that's a thought. What other ways to get what I want are available? Are there other ways? Now, here are some examples of what to say to the other person. I wonder what you're thinking about my request. What would you do if you were in my shoes? What alternative would you offer? Hmm. Now, of course, some of these wouldn't work if you're trying to meet someone as as an object of interest. However, it's worth a try with some other things. Now, of course, adapt and add your own ideas to any of the suggestions and include some gentle humor and nonverbal reinforcement to strengthen your approach as well. But... These are just some examples. Conventional definitions of kindness include being friendly, generous, and considerate. Yet, these positive aspects lurk dangers. Are you truly being kind if you perpetuate, perpetu perpetuate, <laughs> 
someone's dependence on your generosity rather than encourage their self-sufficiency? Are you being kind? Ways to do that are showing them how to do something, practicing with them, and brainstorming about how they can improve their situation. That's how you help them to maintain their independence. If you are not receptive or willing, what does that tell you? That means they, are, they want to be dependent on you. You may be saddled with their needs for the foreseeable future or discouraging their progress. Either way, saying no could contribute to their development. And it will also free your time and energy to meet your personal goals and needs. Reap the benefits of risking and saying no. Each departure from previous habits of passivity and conflict avoidance will contribute to your balance. It will contribute to your resilience and your experience in addressing similar situations. Use your feelings of discomfort, fear, or anxiety as indicators of opportunities for growth and strengthening, not to mention meeting your own goals. You have the power to choose as well as to learn from each experience. You can be nice by combining candor with empathy and effective listening. That includes asking questions starting with what and how as well as avoiding why. It changes everything. Paraphrase what the person says to let them know you've heard them accurately. And pay attention. Pay attention to and acknowledge the emotions that are as significant as facts and information. Pay attention. Each effort you make to convert the power of no to meeting your goals explicitly, this honors your authenticity and appreciation of your own value. The process is one way you can realize your capacity for courage and as, as defined in um, uh, this doctoral research. Go ahead and step out becoming courageous is a process that reflects your willingness to realize your true capacities by going through discomfort fear anxiety or suffering and take wholehearted responsible action because nobody can do it but you nobody can take that step to 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 build on what you currently have but you. Others can encourage you, but you have to do it. Others can help to guide you, but still, you have to do it. We're going to take another break. And we'll come back. we talk a little bit more. It's Real Talk here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stewart. And we're going through the process of saying no. As simple as those two that, that two-letter word is, 
oftentimes it is so difficult to get out our mouths. It's in our heads, it's in our hearts, but we can't get it out of our mouths because we fear the outcome. One of the things that, as I was thinking about this subject, this topic for tonight, one of the things that came to mind was one of the four agreements. Don't take anything personally. When you get that no, if you don't take it personally, is it as negative as if you do? Well, clearly it isn't. Because no, you recognize, wait, that's not something against me. That's how you move away from taking it personally. That has to do with the person that I'm asking to do something and they just cannot do it. So it's not that they don't like me. It's not that they don't want to help me. It's not that they don't want to do anything that I'm asking them to do. It is just that something else is either as important or more important. Definitely the latter to them. You're asking for a favor. No is as equal should have as equal weight as a yes. Which means if you really value that yes, you should really value that no. And that should not be a wedge between you and this other person that you're asking. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we dig a little deeper. And then we get into musical therapy. We're going to look at some tips to stop feeling guilty about saying that no. Because you know, more often than not, it comes with a bit of guilt. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Media Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Ladies, lovers, 
Lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks. Two amazing singers going hit for hit. Classic for classic. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Oh, man. Is out now. Available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music. It is there. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Brand spanking new. Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Ladies, gentlemen, you've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv. My last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is saying? Come give me, man. Is a big album still? I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ian Sweetness. But this better come with a contraceptive. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Hi, this is Caramanti, and you're listening to DJ Kevin Stew, and this is The Night Shift. The Zone of Caramanti, bringing us back from the break, check is called Minabow. You get the impression that she has mastered the art of saying no. God kick me and no clown, no, no. Then can I push around? No, 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 no. Caramanti, me no bow, no, no. Uh oh, oh. Yeah, I never go down, no, no. Welcome back to the broadcast as we addressing no. All right, so how do we do this and not feel guilty about it? Well, there's a cultural misconception. That saying no is rude or selfish. Who it was that started that rumor, I don't know. Why it continues to live today, I don't know. Because in truth, it is neither rude nor selfish. Saying no is refusing to sacrifice something you love for someone else. It means that you're in control of your own time and emotions. That actually makes you more generous than someone who always does what others want them to do. Let me emphasize a little bit of this, a section of this again. Saying no is refusing to sacrifice something you love for someone else. You know, one of the things that we are taught in Christian communities is the ultimate display of love is sacrifice. 
Because one of the things that we're taught is for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, right? John 3.16. And we leave that and, and that is laid out as the foundation of love and made to the, the, the sacrifice in it is made to be synonymous with love. But the more we look into it, if we're not sacrificing something, does it mean that we don't love? Think about that. Someone asks you to not go to work and you know if you don't work, you don't get paid. They ask you not to go to work to help them with something that they're not paying you to do. Just to help them with whatever. And you say no. Does that make you an evil person? Does that mean that you don't love the person? It looks a whole lot different now, doesn't it? Because that job is important. And if you don't have that job, then in the future you won't be able to help this person. Because whatever it is that they, are, they want to do at this particular time, they may be able to either take a longer time to do it by themselves, find some other help, pay for some help, <laughs> or not do it at all. But for you, where you need to go to work, you have they're not helping you pay your bills. You got to pay your bills. So how are you so evil? How are you so wrong? Giving your body a break or the break that it needs, it's not selfish. It is self-care. But saying no, this isn't always easy. Sometimes we feel guilty when we say no or are worried that others will be mad or disappointed. Yeah, might, they might be mad. They might be disappointed, but you're well taken care of. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Now, can you imagine? Imagine this. Before the break, I mentioned one of the four agreements. Don't take anything personal. Imagine you told this person no and they didn't take it personal. You think you'd feel the same way? Hmm. You probably won't, would you? Do you ever feel anxious about how people might react to your rejection? It's 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 kind of a learned thing. Over time, we are are taught to consider other people's feelings, and the more we consider them, the less likely we are to say no. Reduce your guilt and anxiety about saying no. Choose the ones that sound appealing to you and try them out throughout your day. You'll feel amazing when you do. Well, hmm. 
I was gonna say, go ahead and try it. Try it with your friend right now. Try it with your partner right now. But right now might not be a good time to try that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your situation is. So it might not be a great time to try it. But try it anyway. At some point. So here are some tips on how to say no without feeling guilty. Identify the source of your guilt and anxiety about saying no. Are you blaming yourself for the way you feel? Are you the one who feels guilty? Do other people find your decision to say no to be reasonable, helpful, or polite? You can tell once you've identified it. If you find that other people are often angry with what you're doing, or if they seem insincere and judgmental when they ask you about your plans, then there might be some dysfunction in your relationship with these people. And if that is the case, it might be time to take a break from these relationships. Clear away enough emotional clutter so you can clearly see what is happening in each of them. Now some people are looking at their relationships going, wait a minute, I need to cut some people off. Yeah, you probably do. Rejection is a gift. Remember that. Saying no to someone in some way or another is a very generous thing to do. When you say no to someone, you're saying yes to yourself. Because you're making room for something that is important to you. So it's kind of a sacrifice. And it's very well worth it. In most cases, if you have the opportunity to say no, it's because... You, you are allowing yourself to do something more meaningful and exciting. More often than not, it's more meaningful, not necessarily more exciting. Like working on your own projects, spending time with your friends, or trying out a new hobby. Doing something for you. Something that puts you in a better place, in a better frame of mind. Go ahead and do it. Because if you don't, you're going to feel miserable and nobody benefits from you being miserable. Let go of comparison. It is okay to do things differently than other people. It's okay to say no to them also. Everyone has different goals, opinions and priorities in life. And that's actually a good thing. Can you imagine if we all had the same things to work towards? Boy. Boring. When you compare yourself to others or make assumptions about how they feel and act, you lose touch with your own feelings and intentions. You start feeling guilty because you think they're better than you somehow. But letting go of comparisons help you to see everyone more objectively and clearly. Earlier this week, I was a guest on Homegrown with G. Cole. And we talked about jealousy a little bit. And I was saying that jealousy shows up typically when you start to compare yourself with others. That's when that jealousy shows up. You take away that comparison. And where is that jealousy? Where does it stand? What you also need to do is take care of yourself. Sometimes when you say no, it is because your own needs are not being met with, with the requests 
you face every day. When you're sick or tired, it's hard to do much of anything. So if you find yourself saying no to plans because you're not feeling well, you might want to ask yourself a few questions. Are there ways you can take care of your health without sacrificing your own desires? Will people understand if you suggest postponing the plans and just taking some time for you? The answers to these questions highlight the importance of self-care. Again, you cannot give from an empty cup. If you don't take care of you, who's going to do it? And nobody can do it like you. So, in the midst of this, you need to understand the overall picture. Sometimes, people get angry or upset when you turn them down. They might say you're being selfish, but they might not mean it. They might simply be frustrated. You know, hurt people hurt people, right? So they're just saying something that's going to hurt you because they're feeling hurt at that point in time. Think about the big picture, though. What's the source of this frustration? What are they trying to get out of you? Are their expectations realistic? It is helpful to take a step back and look at the entire situation rather than just focusing on one particular instance. You could even talk it over with close friends and family. Well, unless it is close friends and family that is asking you to do what you want to what you're refusing to do, then I don't know who you're gonna talk to. <laughs> they might have some insight though into what is really going on for this person or why they're so attached to this particular request. So even if this is them that is asking you, go ahead and talk to them about it. That way, they get to understand where you're coming from with your rejection. Be reasonable when figuring out how to say no. It's essential to be reasonable when you turn people down. Explain to that person what you can manage without losing your own integrity or making them feel bad about themselves. Remember, it is okay to change your mind about future plans or about plans in the future. Just like you learn more about your boundaries and your needs as time goes on, you can also change them. Nothing is set in stone. And that's the interesting thing about boundaries, you know. You And guidelines. They're not as rigid as rules. And so... You, you get to work within these boundaries. And sometimes you move them out a little further and you pull them in a little closer as the situation requires. As your development dictates. So you recognize your flexibility. And in the midst of that, be firm, not rigid. Saying no is a skill. Like any other skill, it takes practice. Sometimes you might find yourself saying yes when deep down you feel like saying no. You might want to consider how strong your intentions really are. Try saying no on purpose rather than by mistake. Then take a few deep breaths before you get in tight with another person. 
make sure you're not holding back because you're afraid of the repercussions of your decision. In the midst of this, be honest. Don't be cruel. Don't use no as a weapon against people or to punish them for something they had nothing to do with. Sometimes, others want to say no because they're selfish or self-absorbed. So it is important to respond gently and compassionately rather than cruelly and sarcastically. When you're saying no to someone else, keep your own motivations in mind. And be forgiving of yourself. Saying no can be quite challenging. And it's okay if you don't feel like you have a lot of control over how other people behave when they get upset with you for turning them down. It happens. What matters is how you handle it. Do you get angry or anxious? Do you want to say no but avoid doing so because of guilt or shame? Most importantly, do you treat yourself kindly and with respect. One of the people that suffer the most from disrespect is you because of the way you treat yourself. A lot of us are not really nice to ourselves. We give the world to everyone else, but we don't take the time out to love on ourselves. So when you're giving the world to someone else, what are you giving them? A show? Think about it. When you judge yourself harshly for things you've done, you actually prevent yourself from changing your behavior for the better. So think on that for a moment. Say yes to yourself. Saying yes to other people can sometimes lead, lead you to, to, to feel more distant from yourself. Set some time aside for you. And learn how to be kinder with your own needs and desires. In the same way that you feel that saying no to someone else is like driving a wedge between you and them. The reverse holds true. Because saying that yes to them is saying no to you. So, you're driving this wedge between you and yourself. And that's just crazy. If you say no in a healthy way for you, others will respect you more for it and respect themselves more for respecting your decisions. Giving and receiving is a balance of power. Saying no when you need to is an expression of autonomy. It's about making your own decisions based on what you truly desire rather than on what is expected of you by others. Giving does not mean doing for others. It can also mean listening to your inner self and living the life you really want to live. In the end, expressing your power and taking control over your own life is what makes you feel confident. When you learn to say no, you're often saying yes to something more substantial. Absolute freedom and autonomy.
doesn't really get better than that. Kicking off musical therapy. This is the zone of fear. Fire. Track is called Better. Yeah, for years I called him Fear. Because it's spelled just like Seer. Just with an F instead of an S. His name is Fire. I got corrected on it uh, just the other day. Thank you to Matt Neil Trucking for sponsoring this segment. It's called Musical Therapy. This is on a Richard Stevens. Track called Stay Positive. From the album Reverse the Curse. Life is a blessing. It is the ending. Just as long as your heart's still pumping, you should be smiling. This is how we're gonna part company tonight. I want to thank you each and everyone for hanging out this week. Thank you for the prayers through the storm. Thank you for praying for others. As we part company, I do want to remind you to look out for members of your community. Remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide to those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive. These are members of your community. Look out for one of them today because you never know who's going to look out for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right here, kevinstew.com from 10 p.m. Eastern. And catch you on Saturday on the Saturday Stew on Reggae Global Radio. Right here, no hell is empty. The devils are here on earth. The vipers are plenty. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world. Keep your faith in the Almighty. From right here in South Florida, I bid you all a good night. Take care, be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. Until we meet again. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.